Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Yeah, keep those texts coming in 0457 736 736. Thank you everybody for shooting us at SMS today. We've had quite a few this afternoon. Just back to this text message before, I was asking people, what no spring to mind when I mentioned the mighty North Sydney Bears as it emerged again that Having a play, I don't know how serious it is for that 18th NRL licence. When I think of North's Don McKinnon, Donnie McKinnon, you remember he famously did the old <whistles> on the field? He did. I think Blocker might have done one too. Yeah, he did a. <whistles> you know what that means, Dan? Uh, yes. Yeah, he did a wee wee yes, on the field. Yeah, but the, the thing is, yeah. Donnie McKinnon was a cop at the time too. Yes. Off I've duty heard. cop, mm. no doubt, but a cop at the time. Yes. <laughs> they don't make him like no. that anymore. They don't make him like Michelle Bishop either from Seven News. You hear her every morning with Vossie. And we said, Shell, listen, any chance you can just help out Jules on a Sunday at 6.30? She goes, yeah, no drama. Very, very kind. Michelle, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, and just so much to talk about rugby. It just keeps on giving. It, it is. Love the Bears. Love the Bears. I'm so old, of course, not funny, but I just I have to be, you know, play devil's advocate. Does Sydney really need another team? Probably not. The thing oh. is that it's just the manner in which they departed the NRL, you know, that the default from the Northern Eagles back to Manly. Yeah. And, you know, if it wasn't for Super League, I mean, News Limited or News Corp had backed teams that otherwise would have folded. You know, it's, it's not an even playing field. It never was. It's just disappointing that with, with a team like North Sydney, you have this stretch. Obviously, you've got Manly, but basically up to the Central Coast with a high population not represented by a rugby league team. Yeah. Look, I remember I was a, a junior um, journalist and I remember doing one of Mark O'Mealy's, um, you know, very first stories, uh, one of his coaches from the Central Coast. I mm. interviewed him and, yeah, I remember all those days. They were, they were the good old days, but, yeah, it just didn't take off, did it? It was never... There was always something just lucky when it became, you know, Manly, Seagulls, North Sydney. Yeah, didn't happen. That that line's just breaking up a fraction. Maybe take half a turn to the left and grab a coat hanger or something. But we're talking about birthdays, right? So today's birthday, Johnny Lang, um, Mark Philippoussis and and a few others. But do you share a birthday with any famous people? Who's the most famous person you share a birthday with? No, mine's very boring. Not that I know of. I don't think I've ever looked it up, to be honest. Oh, well, that's, you've given me some homework. boring. Yeah, because no, mine's like, I've got Greg, Greg Mo Matthews and the great sports tonight man, Tim Webster, and then it's slim pickings after that. Well, you perhaps know look up, do a Google for me on the 26th of February. I'm sure there's somebody. Okay, I'll get Dad to do that. 20, hey, 26th of Feb, that's my brother's birthday. So there you go. There you go. Jason King, not the formerly manly player Jason King, but my brother right. Jason King. As you mentioned, a stack of NRL news. Uh, what's the latest with the Knights? You know, Mitchell Pierce, has he played his last game? And do they need to clear well, the decks before they get one L Brooks there? He has most certainly played his last game in the NRL. And look, he'd be hoping that this saga doesn't drag on for too much longer. because His bank account is completely being drained. 
Uh, Paul Crawley reported in the Daily Telegraph today that he's literally sacrificing around $10,000 a week uh, while both parties sort out, I guess, a suitable agreement for Pierce to part ways and, and toddle off overseas to the Cavalry Dragons. Look, he genuinely feels apologetic about the whole situation that he's found himself in. He's made an agreement with them, with the Knights, um, I guess, as a show of faith, taking the financial whack. The truth is that Pierce, he just he doesn't have the hunger to play in the NRL anymore. He needs a fresh start, better a different opportunity, and obviously that presents itself overseas. And I know, obviously, replacing Jimmy Maloney, and look, he already it was really bad for the Knights because I tell you what, if you spent three minutes on uh, James Maloney's Facebook or social media any time of the day, it's like the world's best brochure for you know just <laughs> living is. the dream. Oh. So he and Dexter are having an absolute ball over there. So and and obviously they're very very close friends. They um. Chatted, you know, uh, for quite some period, but he sees that as his, uh, you know, next sort of uh, opportunity. Uh, for the Knights, well, they've um, uh, they've got a secure. I said, and I use the word secure rather than fine because we all know um, who's been linked to the club, and that's of course Luke Brooks. And I really hesitate to talk about this today because it's it's become a bit of a standoff between both parties, and and I say the the West Tigers and the Newcastle Knights. The Tigers maintain that he's staying put. Of course, we've got Tim Sheens arriving back from the UK uh, today, actually. Mm. So he'll be reporting for work um, there at Concord tomorrow. And I expect this whole situation to be very high on his list of, list of priorities um, to address. But um, I really also want to... If, important for our listeners to understand or any uh, West Tigers fans that this whole situation hasn't come about through uh, any relationship breakdown. Uh, it's been, you know, reported in parts with uh, with Michael Maguire. Mm. Look, I've spoken to plenty of the players there and they, they love him. So this isn't, it's nothing to do with this. This is obviously about a, a different opportunity, I guess. Look, you, you, you don't even have to be a West Tigers fan to see the level of criticism that um, Brooks has copped over the years. You know, from 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 their their own, his own fans. So you know, it could be you know a good opportunity for him. Yeah. And there's another spanner in the work today. We read that the eighth immortal Andrew Johns. He's um not mixed his words at all. He's come out and said, "Yep, I, I'd see it as a a, a challenge uh, that you, you basically for him to to come up there for Brooks to come up there and he'd be able to mould him into exactly what he'd like. He thinks he's, he's got the talent." Um, to me, I don't know. Are you? Are you? Is it like that? Just almost seems too much of a challenge to pass up when Andrew Johns wants to work with you. Correct. Correct. He's <laughs> a good player, Luke Andrew Brooks. So nobody denies He's that, and people have been. Player. Yeah, and people have been speculating for years, uh, Michelle, that you know, a change of scenery is what he needs. That he'd probably flatlined Look, I, at Leichhardt. Where he's better if he's not the main man. You know, if he, if he just concentrates oh, I, I on agree. his running game, if he doesn't have to to organise, that makes him a better footballer. And look, you know what? He's even—he's a great footballer, and he's an even better bloke off the field. You won't—you won't get a much, much um, more decent bloke than, than Luke Brooks. So um, I, sometimes I think you know some of the criticism that has been levelled at him over the years has been totally and utterly unwarranted. Yeah. Um, as you say, it's who is you know playing around um, in terms of combinations and all that sort of stuff. Well, they've got Jack Hastings coming there. It was um, Madge's hope that he'd play alongside Jackson Hastings because of course Adam Dewey will be off for some time. I think it's round. 15 yeah. uh, because he's um, still recovering from his uh, his knee surgery. But the one interesting one that I'll throw at you now is Lockie Lamb. Um, reports that he might struggle to make the Roosters um, first grade squad. And that's okay. not my opinion. Uh, that's just, uh, you know, stuff that's sort of floating around today. And that's purely because of the return of Luke Keary mm. and obviously Sam Walker is there. Um, and then the Roosters have also got Connor Watson returning to Bondi as well as that utility role. Yeah. So, 
um, look again, could be an opportunity for, for Lamb to secure something um, moving forward at the Tigers or at the Knights um, to, to, you know, be in that regular first grade spot week yeah. in, week out. That, that's interesting. But, uh, you, you wait for that one domino to fall. Uh, you talk about Kiri and his pending return. The, the problem there with Kiri is that he's only one head knock away from possible retirement, as we saw with Boyd Courtney. Well, well, I'm pretty sure that that's something that Robbo would, you know, have in his mind. I mean, he proved he's been he's, over the last couple of years. I, that, that was diabolical um, in terms of what they they went through last year mm. in terms of injury. Uh, so yeah, he'd have to really have a good, long, hard think about that sort of stuff happening again. And I'm sure that you know the Roosters would be well across that. And again, for for the Knights, they've got a couple of youngsters. They've got Phoenix Crossland, they've got Adam Coon there, Coon there, sorry, um, and obviously to play alongside Jake Clifford. So they have got something sort of you know to kick the year off with, I suppose. Yeah, but yeah. I guess they're thinking not Premiership material. And also Corey Norman's name's been mentioned, and <laughs> it's just his off-field behaviour, I guess, that's got him into a little bit of strife. And you know, look, in all seriousness, um, had he not had the the issues, you know, uh, with the off-field stuff, he would have been a perfect fit to, to play alongside. I'm talking on, on the field, alongside the likes of Phoenix, mm. um, or, or sorry, sorry, Jake Clifford. It would have been a, a great combination. Yeah, I, I like Jake. I'm, I'm a Dragons fan, and I, I never disliked Corey. And you know, I used to chat to him a bit when he was playing for the. He's, he's a nice guy, Corey, but ultimately, he looks like a match winner that doesn't win matches for me. Mm. Um, but who yeah. knows? Adam Clune, I think, is a really savvy pickup, and, and not just because he played for the Dragons. I think he's a, he's a really smart footballer. And Jake just Clifford, experience, like, that's yeah, all. exactly. You mm. talked about Joey. Oh, I think I read the quote today. He said, "Oh, Mitchell Pearce is already walking around Newcastle with a beret and a cross on in his hand." <laughs> it is the best retirement. It really is. I, I was talking to um, Drew Mitchell, the former Wallaby, about this, who finished his career in France, and he said, "Oh, it's just the best." Yeah. They're going to, to parties every weekend, just eating cheese and drinking wine and and, and the, the best quality beef. And he said, how good is my life? And getting paid a truckload to play in a competition whose standard is a lot weaker than you've ever played in your career. Yeah, and that's why I think it is the perfect fit because he's done everything. He's achieved everything in the NRL and it's probably time for him to, you know, if he feels like it, if he feels, you know, like he continue can continue and obviously it's not an NRL standard, but to slip away from, you know, being the centre of attention and just move out of the spotlight and enjoy life a little bit and mm. everything that it has to offer, taking a new, you know, sort of culture, new country, all that sort of stuff. I will talk to you about Cameron Munster though as well. Yeah. Um, we've been so seeing so many players. I mean, every player that's off contract at the moment is being linked to the Dolphins. And a bit of a shock, though, to see Cameron Munster uh, through the club this year has apparently come out and said that he's staying put and he will see his current deal with the Storm out. I mean, he would have been the perfect marquee player, I guess, for the Dolphins um, in 2023. He is contracted until the end of 2023 with the Melbourne Storm. Um, Obviously, Bennett's been very keen on him, having coached him at origin level and, you know, has had nothing but, you know, glowing reports uh, of Munster. Um, but I don't know, maybe this is a, perhaps a, a bit of a, a show of appreciation for Munster, if this is the case, that he's, mm. he's been through some tough times, have just he's been through rehab uh, after that white powder drama. He's going to be a dad next month. So maybe he's looking to, you know, just settle down a little bit and, and you know, stay in the environment that he's in and, and prove to himself that he's got what it takes. I mean, he'll be 29, I think I worked it out, um, when he comes off contract. Okay. Yeah. Um, at the Melbourne Storm. So, you know, like moving on a little bit. I'm um, not saying that he wouldn't have two or three years left in him uh, beyond that, but, you know, that you'd have to just wait and see, I suppose. Well, if they miss out, I suspect they may turn their attention to uh, to Kalen Ponga. Um, I, I just think the Knights' premiership window may have closed, but that, that's a tricky one, isn't it, in terms of the, the ins and outs of his contract? 
oh, I think I, I went through this with Vossi on Friday. <laughs> I said, whoever, whoever constructed, put together, whoever had anything to do with Caelan Potter's uh, contract, I want to engage them to my next contract because it was had it was a clause-a-thon, absolute clause-a-thon. And, <laughs> and the first, that you know, clause 1.3 cancelled out 1.6 yeah. just in case 1.4 didn't happen. It was insane. Now, Curtis Scott, you know, you look at, you talked about Munster, you look at players that have a bit of a history that some perceive as damaged goods. Parramatta Eels have been linked to him. I just wonder if for Curtis Scott and Eels fans, it's it's caveat emptor. Okay, well, I'm going to lay all my cards on the table here because I obviously know Curtis Scott. I know him quite well and I know his family. So I've been across the last couple of months and, and watched a, a fair few, you know, things that he's, he's gone through. Um, he's been in a very tough space. Uh, lost his career, obviously. Um, he's been doing some labouring. So going back to, uh, you know, what the rest of us do, I suppose, in terms of work and, and learning things the hard way. He's also, uh, you know, sought some some help. He's, he's uh, uh, realised that he's got some issues, some personal issues that he's had to deal with. Um, a lot of those issues uh, relate to, to anger and, and um, we've seen that with some of his well-documented uh, off-field dramas. Of course, the Raiders in August uh, got rid of him. He was charged over an incident in a nightclub, which has happened in Canberra. The NRL fined him $15,000. That matter's still before the courts. Uh, but then he had the incident on Australia Day where he was um, heavily intoxicated and that ugly situation unfolded with the New South Wales Police Force. And look, that turned out not to be as cut and dry as we all, all led to believe in the beginning. Uh, footage from the police revealed some disturbing behaviour on behalf of uh, the New South Wales Police Force. And um, look, he after that, um, he, he did take, as I say, he took some huge steps towards realising that, you know, he's sort of sort of thought himself out after the nightclub incident. And, and he's done, he is in the process of doing that. So it's not like he's just, uh, you know, being kicked to the curb by the Raiders and sitting at home saying, well, with me. Um, I can vouch for him for that. He's, mm. he's been, it's been pretty intense. Two games in the NRL. He's still so young and he's extremely talented. It is just these personal issues that have got him into trouble. Um, the Tigers were keen at one stage. Um, I actually put that out there. Um, they wanted to throw him a lifeline, a lifeline but um, supporters were a little bit vocal about that and they weren't keen on um, you know, seeing him come to the club and that died a very quick death. But I know Souths at one stage have also entertained the idea and he's also been linked to the Cowboys. But um, I've, I had a big bit of a look on social media today just in and around the reports of him being linked to Parramatta and I'm not seeing the same you know anti kind of no we don't want Curtis Scott at the club um, unless they're just uh, on on you know taking Sunday off and, and not not <laughs> jumping on social media I haven't seen right. the backlash that uh, we've seen in the past yeah. uh, on the wrong websites or, or talk chat, chat groups but I did pop up and have a bit of a look so that'll be an interesting um, situation but as I say I can personally vouch for the fact that he has uh, made an effort to try and turn his um, life around um, which is all you can ask I suppose Yeah that is true, now before we let you go because time's against us, Dan's done some digging, Feb 26, famous birthdays Dan what do you have? Four birthdays, four yeah. famous ones, Lena, former Australian Open winner back in 2014 yeah, yeah, yeah. Ollie uh, Gunnar Solskjaer, the current Manchester <laughs> That doesn't does argue well <laughs> And yeah. music, Michael Bolton and Johnny Cash Oh dear Michael oh, Bolton and Johnny Cash. Cash. Oh, the man in black. Michael Bolton apparently had a uh, fight with Kenny G at the Grammys years ago. It's later been revealed over a hair curler. So there you go. <laughs> so we did the homework for you. Love it to chat. Thank you so much, Bish. We'll catch you with uh, Vice and we'll catch you on the 7 Network.
see you later, guys. And there she is, Michelle Bishop. Very kind to give up her time on a Sunday evening, 0457 736 736, SEN 1170. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.